This is Julie Daniel Davis, and this is episode 10. Today is exactly three weeks since my eye surgery, where I had a detached retina reattached and two tears repaired. Um, Today, when I went, I was told that we were progressing, and I needed to take at least one more week off work, and then I could go back part-time. I was also told that I couldn't drive for another three weeks and I still needed to sleep as much as possible um, in a recliner or upright position. And my eyeball now is has only 20% of it blocking by the gas bubble. This is all really good news. Um, The last time I went to the doctor, which was just Tuesday, it was at 50%. So I know I'm progressing and I know that I'm doing all the things I need to be doing. And yet I was disappointed when I left. I was hoping to do life again, to meet it head on. I have over 200 assignments that need to be graded right now sitting in my canvas Um, inbox and it's frustrating to me not to be the professor I want to be to my students I have lots of things I want to do I have lots of places I want to go I want to keep Tate on Tuesdays like I always keep Tate on Tuesdays and I cannot and there's just something about a forced sense of solitude that makes everything inside of me want to scream even though I know it's for my own good. One of the things that's really become evident to me which I'm a bit ashamed that it never has been before is how often I left my own sister to sit in solitude way more than she should have or needed to. Um, over her lifetime there have been long bouts of time where she hasn't been able to drive she has she is the biggest trooper I have ever met in my life when carrying her children there were times she was in a wheelchair because of rheumatoid arthritis she has kicked that to the curb and to remission Then later in life, um, just started a peanut allergy after she had children. Tanner was in first grade, and yesterday he turned, or day before yesterday, he turned 23. That peanut allergy actually coincided with her out of the blue starting to have um, seizures. And those seizures went from absent seizures to grandma seizures and having many of them a day and then one day they put a vagus nerve uh, stimulator inside of her think of it like a a, um, pacemaker for your vagus nerve to control the seizures and basically what it did was it shocked her it shocked her in the midst of a seizure to get her out of a seizure 
and she lived that way for a long time. Their family moved closer to us so that I could take her kids to school every day. They could attend the school where I was teaching. And she sat at home a lot. And then she got better. She had very few seizures because of this uh, VNS system inside of her. And she started driving again. Then later, after having a new VNS put in, because every so often you just have to do that, she started, started showing signs of mental illness. What we didn't know before this is that oftentimes people who have epilepsy and seizures also have mental illness. And to say that it was a hard time for her and for the whole family would be an understatement. There were hallucinations, there were um, paranoia, there was um, all sorts of things that were real to her, but not real to anyone else. And she now is overcoming that. She hasn't had a seizure, and that VNS has been turned off for months now. The downside is I think it racked some havoc with who she was because of all the things that were happening. It, I, I firmly believe it was because it was tied to it being too high. The stimulant was too high for too long. But she's going back to school now. She'll graduate with her associate's degree on December 10th. She is an overcomer. But so much of her life, She's had to live in solitude because she couldn't drive. And I think that this time for me has really shown me how little I did to help her through that. I think I often patted myself on the back thinking, yes, I'm taking her kids to and from school. I'm doing such a good job. And yes, it helped her family. And we had this conversation yesterday she said, oh, you did so much, but I know now how much more I could have done, how much more I could have helped her mentally and emotionally and just physically by getting out and being able to sit somewhere other than her own sofa. And so it's just dawned on me how God is using this thing that I'm going through right now that is nothing compared to the things that my sister has gone through to really grow me and show me how at times I've been so self-absorbed that I didn't even realize the needs that were around me that I could have so easily stepped into and helped And so my prayer today is that, A, I would continue to be patient and do the things I'm supposed to be doing so that I can fully recover, but B, that I would get out of my self-absorption and truly, truly not only look for things where I can be a help, but be aware. I'm embarrassed that I was so unaware 
And I pray that God would give me an awareness, a pricking deep inside me that shows me needs, things people need to have happen for them. Help me, God, to see those things and thank you for my continued recovery. Thank you that this path has slowed me down enough. Me, the fast-paced Julie who doesn't like to slow down, Thank you for allowing me to embrace the weariness of this growing old to see beyond myself.